welcome to another edition of the Regarding ID podcast. I'm Gina Jordan. The UN Refugee Agency is in the midst of deploying a biometric system for identifying and verifying people who've been displaced from their homes. The agency is formally known as the Office of the United Nations High Commissioner for Refugees, UNHCR for short. The biometrics identity management system was piloted in a Malawi refugee camp in December 2013. It was given its final field test in Thailand before the global deployment phase started this past January. Jim Regal is managing the biometrics implementation project. He recently returned to Geneva after a successful system test. We accompanied the Thailand operation, the UNHCR Thailand operation, to one refugee camp where they enrolled about, about 10,000, 11,000 refugees in the biometric system. So this was a part of their um, a verification exercise. Basically, it's like a, a camp-wide, or for them, it's a country-wide census where they bring all the refugees in and they update their information, they record new births, deaths that have occurred, and just generally sort of use it to clean up their, their registration information. And so this time... We added biometrics as a part of that. Uh, it's multimodal biometrics. We're capturing all 10 fingers as well as two irises. And then we take a photograph as well. Right now, we're not using the photograph for, for facial recognition, but we've got it captured in case we will in the future. It's a brand new system, so of course we had some, uh, some kinks to work out in the process and some bugs as well. But essentially, it worked very well. In fact, they're continuing now. We came home. And the Thailand operation is continuing to use it in the subsequent camps that they are verifying. And now I think they've, they've gone through about five camps. So the system is working. The agency has long used biometrics for identification in camps around the world. But refugees who moved to new camps had to be re-registered every time. When the rollout is complete, this new global system will give travelers the ability to be quickly verified at each new camp. Sam Jeffries is the deployment manager for UNHCR's new biometric system. Biometrics has been in use by UNHCR for many, many years now. And it's been used successfully across Africa, Asia, and the Middle East using both fingers and irises separately. And it's been proved successful uh, in terms of identity management across all of these areas. So for us in developing this new tool, we've had a lot to learn from. We've taken a lot of lessons from each of the operations. Uh, we think now... With this multimodal system, which we're, we're starting to roll out, we've, we've uh, got the benefits of all the operations around the world and delivering something which is building on what has already been established across our operations. So using biometrics, we capture all 10 fingerprints and, and two irises. And with that full set of biometrics, it only then takes one biometric, whether it's one finger or one eye, to accurately and undeniably identify someone's identity. For UNHCR, this is very important as our populations are displaced from their homes. They often flee from areas of conflict and lose their documentation or don't even have any documentation to begin with. So being able to assure that identity from the moment we meet them over time, through their journey, through their, their life cycle to UNHCR, is very important to us. The team collects the biometric information from refugees at their first meeting and uses the information alongside the agency's identity database. When refugees return for food or health care or any other kind of assistance, the team can accurately verify their identity within seconds. As this global system reaches more camps, Regal says more refugees will be quickly identified and served. People do move around as a refugee. 
They don't always stay in one place. Um, when they go from place to place and they uh, come into a, a refugee camp, let's say, and they're identified, if they were a refugee in another camp and they move, the system will identify them, put their fingers down or their eyes in front of the iris scanning goggles, and they'll be identified and we'll be able to see um, where they have come from. And by seeing where they come from, we can actually very easily have their entire case transferred over to that camp so that they can provide care just as they were providing it at the place they were before, at their previous location. So that's one of the reasons why we have a global system, is that so that as people move around, they don't have to reestablish their identity at every place and not only reestablish their identity, but go through the entire process of identifying what medical needs they have, what care they were receiving at other places. So it's a way for us to quickly identify them and uh, pull up their case and just continue to provide them with the services they need. The agency hopes to roll out the new tool to 10 countries this year. Jeffrey says the team just began an operation in Chad to biometrically enroll the populations of all 18 camps there. That's 450,000 people. The deployment to each of our operations around the world is based on a number of factors, the most important of which being operational need. There are operations in place around the world which, which have biometric systems, albeit localized ones. So we first look at operations to, to work out why they really need the new system. Ultimately, we hope that this new tool can replace the existing systems in place. But we look to the operational need. This is an operation which is hugely important for UNHCR. Everybody, the refugees in those camps are frequently relying on UNHCR for food provisions. And by installing biometrics in this environment, we can help the operation in rapidly identifying populations as they move from camp to camp and in the distribution of food. The advantages of the new system which we're rolling out in being centralized is that it helps us to manage populations at an inter-camp level. And also with the new advances in biometric technology since large systems were developed, we can do it in a faster, more accurate, and more efficient manner with a better workflow and uh, a more adaptive tool which can be fitted to a broader range of UNHCR's infrastructures. Refugees, many of whom fled their homes with nothing, now have something, a permanent biometric record thanks to the UNHCR. Regal says it's almost like having a passport. When we were out in Thailand, we definitely saw you know, what it means firsthand when someone has to bring every shred of documentation they do have, which is, is not much in many cases, and, and prove who they are. So the first step for us enrolling someone biometrically is we do need them to prove as much as they can who they are. And then when we enroll them biometrically, we're saying, okay, now this is your new identity. Your fingers and your, your irises, the ability to just look into a set of goggles or put your fingers down and we know who you are. This is the new way you prove your identity. And if you think of every time they were given services, they had to really almost not necessarily fight for their identity, but they had to prove who they were each time. And now they don't have to do that. So I think what it does is it allows them to have a means of a very easy and undeniable means of proving who they are. To them, it is like a passport. It is like a document that is undeniable and proves who they are. It's the fingers of their eyes, but it's... Uh, it's documented. It's in the system. Everybody else in the camp has the same thing. No one can pass themselves off as you. It's basically they've been given a documentation of their identity. Jeffrey says the project does not make use of smart cards at this time, although the agency has used them in similar operations.
one of the benefits of our system architecture right now in having a centralized biometric system is that while in the past you needed a smart card which could be carried from site to site to then prove your biometrics belong to you, now that the identity is held centrally, provided the operator has access to, to the internet, all it takes is for someone to put their fingers down on any temple around the world without needing a smart card to prove who they are within seconds. Agency looked to industry standards and experts to ensure data protection. Jeffrey says the biometric solution was designed to the highest of privacy standards. I'd say data privacy and data protection have been of paramount importance for UNHCR since we first were established. By nature of the work we do, we're privileged to some very, very sensitive information, which if it fell into the wrong hands, would have dire consequences for our populations. So bringing biometrics into this arena can provide both challenges and opportunities to us. Certainly, by having a centralized system, it takes away a lot of the need to have that sensitive information stored locally. So in cases where offices might be compromised and servers might get lost or damaged or stolen, having it centralized now removes that risk. But of course, biometrics and taking that extra level of personal information from someone is not a decision we've taken lightly. The UN Refugee Agency's biometric project team is now working on simultaneous enrollments at two camps along the eastern border of Chad with help from Sam Jeffries and Jim Ragel. Thank you for joining us for this edition of the Regarding ID podcast.